boom welcome to solicable's podcast and it's ipl time and we are going to talk all things csk not a csk fan to be honest let me make that clear right away as you can see where my loyalties lie having said that one one cannot ignore the fact that csk is ipl and ipl is csk the brand of csk probably is at least 40% of the ipl if not 50% and the dhoni the csk the legend no matter how much you hate it you cannot miss if there's something unusual happening with the team one of the most consistent teams of the ipl and it's kind of a cult you know it's someone said i think sanjay mandrekar has said a lot of weird things but one thing he got it right when he's talked about csk was csk is the manchester united of the ipl and you know what fair point so yeah. to talk about that manchester united has been shitty in the recent years and that kind of has rubbed off on csk especially in the last edition of ipl so we are here to talk all things csk what went wrong what makes that team right and and to help me with that as a favorite csk fan prashant satish former podcaster he has a by the bearers of the margins podcast which is kind of inactive right now hopefully it gets back on tracks man thank you very much i love your work on the twitter and on on the podcast man thank you for joining Thank you Najib my pleasure it's been some time we've been planning to have this set finally glad to have it yep so here's the thing let me get started by asking you what were your earliest csk memories how long have you been a csk fan what were your early memories because if you ask me how long i've been an rcb fan i'll just tell you a story like it's like the memories it's so nostalgic when i talk about it so what is your nostalgia where does it come from okay uh, i think for starters like majority of the csk fans started with ms i think uh, yeah. the love for ms just transformed into the yellow jersey and when the ipl started and he was the talking point yeah he was the highest player in that first auction highest yep. paid player and i was like a massive ms fan at that point of time the how, way how old are you in uh, 2008 2008 Uh, which class were you in let's just be, let, let's just put it that way i think i'm 11 years old 11 years old okay yeah so i think that time uh, i think i've been watching ipl from right from the very go so the mm. first finals uh, csk played was a little bit heartbreaking yeah. to lose to rajasthan in that final over but then it's been up for the franchise since then there was downs in the middle later on but then my first memory started with ms of course uh, that's mm. been a massive factor in me falling in love with the franchise and then the fans and how much the b- fan base around how much they care about chennai is very special and yep. how much the csk team means to the fans of chepok is massive they come out in large numbers they really value a lot to adopt two sons from jarkan and up uh, mm. in suresh raina the way they adore them from is it's what makes the chennai fan base so special so to be part of something like that and being to the stadium to watch games and then i you just fall in love with the franchise uh, last year was a little bit hard to digest because uh, chennai is one side that prides themselves with the consistency and yeah. you don't you haven't gotten to used to that a failure of sorts like a season where things yeah. went uphill like since the from the inception of the league so that was mm. a little hard to digest but then hoping for better things this season did you go on that train to pune in 2018 did you no i think i was in my hostel in my 12th grade exams no way i was jumping out of hostel that's one more thing about ipl right it starts right in the middle of exam season and obviously it continues a little bit into summer holidays but it just starts bang in the middle of exam season and you end up missing half the ipl or do you miss the half the ipl you no, probably yeah. watch the match mm-hmm. even if it's a mathematics exam tomorrow you have not studied any fucking thing isn't it 
Yeah, I think you probably stick in. I remember once being caught by my mother. Like uh, I was in the other room trying to study. I was being told to study for an exam, so I just came into a separate room saying I was studying. I just had my monitor in my house desktop just switched on and no off, no mobile phones back then. And no no no, no. It was very tough. So you couldn't sneak it under in like that. So I I I got and I sat in the room where the computer was there. Mm. I had the monitor off on whenever she comes to the room. Mm. So once I pressed it and it didn't work and she just came and that was a scene at home. <laughs> so things Jeez. you do for the franchise, yeah. Yeah. So what what were the strongest years of CSK in your opinion? I believe there was one time they won consecutive IPLs, isn't it? It was was it thirteen fourteen? I I guess right. And one of one of the yeah. seasons they beat RCB at Chepauk, which broke my heart because that season Chris Gale was going bananas and. He he didn't he didn't get through in the in the final. Yeah, that, I remember that season. I think uh, Ashwin got him out uh, uh, in that finals. You guys were chasing around over two hundred after that uh, fantastic partnership between Hasi and Vijay, who just took the yeah. game out of, away from the reach. I think in a final when you put a score of like two hundred, I don't think there's a lot of times way back for an opposition. KKR uh, did once very well at Chepauk. Uh, that was a very big heartbreak for me. I guess uh, mm. they chased down one ninety six. Going to some brilliance from Manvinder Bisla. I don't know if you remember yeah. that. It was a crazy night. Uh, you didn't expect something like that, and Manvinder Bisla just decided, okay, this is my day to yeah. pile on agony on the Chennai fans, and that was a little hard. I think a lot of successful years for Chennai over the years, but I think my favorite will remain 2018, just mm. because of the story, the feelings attached around that season. It was highly emotional. And when you miss Chennai for when I miss Chennai for those two years when they were suspended, it was very heartening just to see other people supporting their franchises and you are like picking places. Okay, who who should I go to? Just watching IPL as a neutral, it was nice watching as a neutral. But once you don't have that feeling of support, you just tend to miss something. Uh, yeah. So that was a little hard. And just to Come back in 2018 against all the odds. So many mm. people talking about so much stuff uh, about the age and all the things. Just to go about and get back to our consistent winning ways, just showing that where we belong, right up there, right after we are back. That was very special. I think that will always remain my favorite CSK year. What makes it strong though? What makes CSK the champ? Why is it so consistent? Year after year, playoffs every time except the last year, of course. But what makes it consistent? What make? What do you think are the strengths? What are they getting right that most things, most teams don't get right apart from Mumbai? Mumbai is a freak franchise. I tell you, as a yeah. Chennai fan, as much I don't I like admitting it, but Mumbai is too hard not to appreciate at the moment. They're just yeah. doing so much things right. Any yeah. franchise would like to take up and stand notice. Take notice yeah. of what they are doing. So fair play to them. Yep. Uh, in terms of what works for CSK, I think one of the things that everyone who's played for CSK has told as a strength is that they back players. Yep. You see a lot of times players given a longer run than in a usual setup. You know who you should get to listen see... to that? Uh, yeah, I I get. I, I think I'm talking about someone, uh, a player from RCB. I think Shane Watson talked about it. He felt. Uh, yeah. Most secure in the CSK environment. I think uh, he told it in his podcast recently. He has mm. a own podcast called T20 All Stars. Uh, mm. He brings some guests over there. So he was telling that Chennai makes you feel secure. You're yeah. not uh, worrying for your place every game. When you go out to play, that you're not uh, worried about if I fail, am I playing the next game? 
so that sort of environment helps and dhoni's one captain who doesn't like changing a lot of things around you probably have listened to a lot of ms dhoni tosses yeah we are going to the same level we are being playing with the same level how many times you have heard it from his mouth that just shows you he likes to stick around he likes to back his play he likes to work around the core and if you see chennai from 2008 there's still a lot of those core members still there with the team and this is a very huge period we are talking about 2018 to 2021 and we still have a lot of them from that initial year still around the core jadu raina dhoni Raina. i think bravo yeah. as well for quite a long oh, time after the yeah, second year maybe, yeah, yeah. Think, yeah steven fleming of course and even the support fleming? staff is almost the same yeah, if i'm not wrong of, you know uh, the ex players became the mentors hasi is their batting coach and so on yeah i, I think that's what uh, uh, if you see the environment is something they talk about and they are very calm you like to see like any players they would say there was no panic at any stage even during a season like last year yeah. one thing that was constantly being mentioned was that there was no panic at all because there are a lot of experienced personnel in that dressing room they've mm. seen a lot of things like they've been through like someone like a fleming works very well with ms yep. uh, you probably think that fleming is someone who will take the back seat and ms controls everything but fleming has said that in the back room we have our own shares of arguments it doesn't come out there that's the professionalism they maintain when it comes to playing they back a, a method that they have decided even if they are not on the same page but they back it yeah whether it's whether it is right now a right way to go in with the same core which they had in 2008 is a very questionable thing mm. but it is something you expect chennai to do yeah. because they care, you've seen like uh, the way they care for the franchise players i think a lot of them anyone who comes to chennai talks about that the way they are treated and especially the fans they understand the game very well so they are not panicking as soon as something very happens it was wasn't that sam billings who freaked out when they went out for a practice match and 10000 people showed up uh, ms for yeah a, for a, for a practice match yeah exactly i think ms it was walking the video went very viral uh, that's what uh, the, that's how much they missed chennai yeah, in mm. the two years and 2018 they just wanted to see everything in chennai sure. they just wanted to get a glimpse of everything right mm. from the time they landed they had this bus ride in chennai uh, i don't know if you remember in 2018 yeah. open bus ride yeah? Yeah, yeah and ms and everyone were waving there was crazy crowd in chennai mm. people the bus practice bus took around 20 to 30 minutes to reach the stadium which is around like 5 minutes close or something and mm. the roads were rushed so that's how much they were deprived of csk in those two years mm. so that's what they mean that's what that means to them i think uh, the fan base is very massive to chennai success and ms is uh, someone who's been very vocal of the love and support he's been given and when he broke down during that speech in 2018 uh, mm. uh, you remember reina came and yeah. gave him some what uh, when he was breaking down that shows how much it meant to him uh, you mm. see at those years at rps he was a little off i would yeah. say he was playing uh, I, i don't think he was as deeply involved obviously you can't question his professionalism but then yeah. just didn't feel uh, and he didn't he cry was, for uh, rps that's the thing he he was dethroned from captaincy as well i yep. think uh, uh, smith 17 was and yeah uh, 16 was bad so smith took over in the 17 and they made it to final but yeah, yeah. that's pretty bad and dhoni's form as well was uh, pretty ordinary i think those uh, two years he didn't uh, and 2018 was great i think 2018 yeah. a lot of players you expected not to step up stepped up for someone like ambati raidu to have a season like that was phenomenal and he was back in contention with the indian team so players stepped up in that high effect so it was massive yeah so 
that what, what makes them tick consistency. Yeah, but uh, but that is my theory as well. It's just uh, first of all, my theory is that any franchise that has a strong Indian core has immediate advantage. So Wait. Mumbai built yeah. that, and CSK obviously has that. You know, four internationals of you're you're filling four of your internationals with Indian slots, four obvious foreign internationals. So that eight international cap players right there, and the rest three is something that you can play with. So that they got right. And uh, what went wrong in the 2020? Because the 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 difference between 2019 and 2020 team is nothing, right? Almost nothing. And 2019, they made the final, of course. So, what went wrong in 2020? I think uh, if you listen to Fleming talk about it last season, yeah, he was telling that uh, when they picked the team during the auctions in 2018, so they were to, they were looking at a three-year period. Yeah, so ideally, the mega auction was supposed to happen this year, and obviously, isn't due to the extension. And the delay and all that we have been post we have postponed it to the next year now. Mm. That's four years. And I are playing with a team that they were supposedly picking in the first instance, uh, looking at the three-year period. Mm. And so it's Fleming is like, and this was something on expected lines according to what he had to say because the third year he expected the age to catch up. And to add to that, there was an added break and an added break to normal cricketers who play during uh, regularly is okay. Even they take time to struggle and to guys who have been away from international cricket who are not amongst the competitive cricket scene, that is massive. Dhoni was uh, out. I didn't think, I don't know, he didn't play after the 2019 World Cup. Mm. Reina has not been among the international setup. Raidu was dropped from the side, uh, Indian side. A lot of them who were supposed to, uh, were not in international cricket experience. And IEPL is a totally different ball game. Like yeah. you can play domestic cricket, you can play in your nets, backyard or whatever, but you can, IPL is top quality cricket. Yeah? You're playing the best of the best. Mm. So you need to be up there with your game. And that takes its own toll physically as well as mentally. So, and uh, added things, the COVID bubble and Suresh Raina missing out. That is massive for yeah. Chennai because it affected the balance in a massive way. You had to slot in someone like uh, both of Paf and Watson at the mm. top. and some extra foreigner just to cover up for the top order. And that meant they had to leave some holes in terms of bowling. They couldn't mm. play Imran Tahir for a long period of time because of the combination. Yeah. Losing Harbhajan, you wouldn't think on a first look that that's a massive loss because Harbhajan has been on a decline for some time, but he's done well a lot of mm. times whenever he's come for Chennai. You see his performances in spinning tracks in Chennai, he's done very well. Mm. He's one of a quality IPL spinner for over the years, uh, yeah. Harbhajan, uh, with his terms of performance. And what that left was that uh, all of the options, we had a wrist spinners and backup options in left arm spin of Santner and Zadeza. Mm. All of these guys turned the ball in the same direction. We didn't have someone to turn the ball the other way around. Yeah. Leg spinner brings it into the left-hander. Left arm spinner brings it into the left-hander. Mm. There was only a Harbazan, the only off-spinning option who could add some variety into that spin attack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And a lot of the risk spinners were not quality. You're playing someone like of Karan Sharma, Piyush Chawla is a very questionable buy mm. at this stage of his career. What was they looking at? And you couldn't play Imran Tahir because Raina was not there in the top order. That is massive. He's your best risk spinner. And if you're not playing him, that's so big that's hole. the thing, right? The Raina the Raina Tahir combination, they replaced with okay, Faf and Piyush Chawla. So yeah. The foreigner, yeah, instead of a foreigner, yeah, foreigner leg spinner, yeah. they got a foreign batsman and they got the desi leg spinner, which kind of didn't work out. 
Yeah, and they couldn't uh, find that right four uh, in yeah. terms of overseas just because they had to strengthen the batting order. Ruturaj Gaikwad, I think uh, he was supposed to start right from the go- word go. Yeah. Uh, based on what Flem had to say when he came back, so that he got COVID tested, uh, tested mm. positive for COVID early on. There was a lot of things happening outside the Chennai camp. Yes. And Chennai is one team that doesn't have a lot of things around them when they play the cricket. It's all only their cricket. So when yeah. things like that happen, even with the most calmest of minds in the dressing room and in the in, in the bubble, environment, it took a toll. Yeah, and it was tough uh, and added a lot of things went against them and they're away from home and a lot of noise around what happened with Reina, right or wrong reasons, the way he was treated and all that. But then he's back to season. So I'm looking for better things this season and some of good buys in the auction as well. Uh, that's what I felt. I felt... You know, mentally, I don't know what space they were in in 2020. You know what I mean? It's the the thing with the old folks is they got families, they got kids, they got wife, leaving them away and staying in a bubble for two months, and with all what what happened with Raina and 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 so on, right? That must have been pretty tough. So that might have taken the toll on them, is what I felt. It's just that they were not in the right space. And uh, mm. and in terms of cricketing reasons as well, that yes. was a team. That was declining on quality. Mm. You could see that genuinely a lot of people were exposed against good quality bowling. Even Dhoni didn't have the greatest of season. He was yeah. genuinely struggling against quality Rispin. Yeah. He was struggling against uh, Varun Chakravarti. He couldn't just get going from the word go. That's what we've seen. Like Dhoni takes his time, but then he gets going. At the end, he converts it. He couldn't do that. He took his time early on, but he couldn't get his mojo right at the back end of yeah. the inning. So, yeah. That left some big holes, and Dhoni is a massive part of the Chennai lineup, especially without Reina. Mm. He's someone who you look up to do the bulk of the scoring. So mm. when that doesn't happen, uh, you are always going to find yourself. That that, that 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 is something that didn't happen since like 2019 World Cup. <laughs> Dhoni's finishing in the sense has been questionable ever since 2019 semis. Um, it's been and, some time. It's been yeah, it's been quite time. quite some time, right? I mean. The England match. I was there. The England match of World 2019 World Cup. Oh wow! I, I was I was there at Edgbaston, and that's where I bought this T-shirt. And uh, that would I, have been very disappointing watching that England game. Yeah, not going about it. It was, it was very disappointing. It was frustrating, especially in the last ten overs. Oh my God! And yeah, that that must have been the feeling in 2020 IPL as well, because Dhoni didn't, didn't finish games uh, because he's vital. People say. Uh, He's vital as a captain. He's absolutely vital as a batsman as well in their team. I mean, who else will finish the games? Absolutely. 2018, mm. right? I just want to talk about it once again. So it's like a Netflix fairy tale series. Right from the word go, that IPL had CSK written all over it. Right from the first match where Bravo hit those ridiculous ridiculous success against Mumbai. I mean, all the 11 stepped up in all the 11 matches. And a sweet justice of that IPL was this funder of backing players, right? It was at its best in the final because Shane Watson, who had done nothing in, in the entire IPL, the way he came off on that day, right? Mind you, that was the best bowling team of that season, uh, SRH. Absolutely. And he just went bonkers and it disappointed me and also it disappointed my uh, Dream 11 because I, I didn't back Shane Watson as well after, after having so lost so much money. I, I expected him to explode at some point, but he didn't. So I didn't back him on that day and he just went bananas. So 2018 as a fan, is that another podcast in itself? Is, is that another episode in itself? 2018 is the biggest fairy tale story for me. Just, mm. it got even more worse when we were 
we came home after two years. I think mm. we played at home after that two-year gap. Yeah. And we had to go out of uh, Chennai. We yep. played our home games in Pune. If you remember, yep, there was yep, some yep. protest protests during that time. And we had to shift. It's just like everything that could be against the odds was all stacked up mm. just to make this a fairy tale story even greater. It mm. seemed like it all were fallen in place to make this the biggest fairy tale story. Mm. And just to see different guys step up at different junctures, beating Mumbai in Mumbai on comeback in an absolutely finished game. Uh, that was done. And Bravo had been questionable in terms of his batting. His batting has been on a decline as well. Yeah. So, in terms of his batting, you didn't expect someone like Bravo to do that. It was totally out of the blue. And we lost Dhoni and a lot of pressure in the trenches and against the uh, bowling attack of Mumbai's class to pull off something like that would have given them a lot of confidence mm. early on in the season. A lot of chases that season, like just when everything looked against it, Dhoni pulled off one against RCB, Jadeja and Bravo and Sam Billings played that blinder at Sepok. It was one of some of the best batting I've ever seen for a guy who's playing his uh, IPL game after a very long time. He played with Delhi but he didn't play in a role like that. Mm-hmm. He's just coming in IPL game, run chase in front of a huge game crowd to guy playing his first game for the franchise to do like that. He just won the hearts of all Chennai fans on that day playing at Sepok. Then mm-hmm. we moved away and Watson was in the bad run of form. As you talk, SRS was one of the best teams in the tournament. But I think Chennai defeated them four times out of four in that season. Yep. Two during the league stage, the qualifier one. That was a finished game as well, if you remember. Pav Duplessis played a blinder. Blinder. These yep. were all finished games, I tell you. Just recollecting it now makes me get goosebumps. Just mm-hmm. uh, to see something, what Pav did that towards the end of the That game was finished as well. I was looking down on it. But uh, it's like uh, a similar feeling to this Indian team that time anything went wrong you just expected someone to put their hands up and uh, come back into it watson during that final as well he took 10 balls he was zero or something, yeah. chasing a big ball in the final so like oh no hope he doesn't get out then he just took on their best bowler like it doesn't matter he took on rashid khan and made it look like child's play when watson gets going i think no one plays rashid khan as dominatingly as watson does he has mm. some Excellent numbers against Rashid Khan, and Rashid Khan is one of the best bowlers in T20 cricket right now. So, right, that season was special in a lot of ways. That's why I keep telling that is my favorite CSK season. Just it's uh, it's it's what around. the current Australian series to Indian fan is what that 2018 series is to Absolutely. to a CSK. And, and for me, the best moment. Look, I as much as I hate CSK, right? That RCB <laughs> match, right? That I was kind of happy, you know, CSK won because. One of the one of the best moments for me of that IPL was that sixth Dhoni hit over third man of Siraj's bowling. Did you did you remember the shot, the wide Yorker that he hit? Of that, I have not seen a shot like that. I have been watching cricket for 25 years. Trust me. And I think that, Dhoni plays some of the most craziest shots over that point region. He did one in the World Cup final as well. If you remember against Sri Lanka, he hit one. Yeah. Versus Kulasekar, I reckon. Yeah. It was just, and the the hitting in that match at Chinnaswamy was just, oh my God, I could not believe my eyes. That was again a gone, gone game that he pulled out, pulled off out of nowhere. And and Raidu, Raidu batted like a man he possessed. He was like he was possessed by someone, you know. He, he, at the three, at the three, and that season got him, almost got him to the World Cup, and and then yeah. sneak sneaked out at the end. Yeah. 
I think Raidu's season was very special because uh, he played in variety of roles. It's not like he had a fixed role. He opened exactly. at times, he played at number four, and everywhere his consistency was never in question. To do that in one single season is crazy. It just shows you different ability the guys got to open top order one day, to uh, to adjust to the middle order one day. A middle order, these are very tough roles in T20 cricket and totally mm. different requirements you need as a batsman. It was just crazy good to see things fall in place and Raidu... Really looked like a man who had a point to prove. He worked really hard on his fitness, and he just caught the attention. Uh, yeah, little Vijay Shankar was uh, picked ahead of him. Yeah, that that was a fantastic season. Like Dhoni, after winning that season, he just he just walked away just like that, like nothing. Like he he gave the cup away to some young bloke in the middle of that team, and then he just walked away. Like you know, <laughs> I've did this. I've did this again. And what what a this kid, I, yeah I was playing with this exactly kid. what a factor CSK is I mean I I just said that forty percent of IPL's brand is CSK and seventy percent of CSK's brand is Dhoni isn't it absolutely uh, massive mm. I think a large amount of the fan base is down to Dhoni and he's a, he has his ways around a lot of things CSK in that team a lot of calls taken. Yeah. has a massive say around it. I think in if you look at any franchise, I don't think the captain has as much say in any franchise like Chennai Dhoni has in CSK. If you look yeah. at any other team, the management and Bill, and they have strong coaches. Not saying Flem is not a strong coach. He's mm. a fantastic T20 coach. His mm. record speaks for himself in terms of T20 cricket. But I think Dhoni has his way in Chennai. Uh, mm. It's the trust the management has on him. They just back whatever he instincts they just believe that Dhoni's instincts will come good whether it's right or wrong again in terms of a creating point of view is always debatable uh, whether you can get a captain to do all the thinking whether how much role a management plays will always be under criticism but then for Chennai they back him and Srinivasan backs Dhoni he takes Dhoni's word for everything and the management backs Dhoni that's what uh, if you remember uh, it's a funny Tamil exchange I think uh, during after the Auctions uh-huh. in 2018, uh, 2018 when 2019 when we bought uh, Piyush Chawla uh, okay. during the auctions, uh, they asked the CSK CEO Kashi Vishwanathan, uh-huh. what is the reason of behind behind picking Piyush Chawla? You have Karan Sharma, you have uh, Imran Tahir, a lot of flex spinner. What is adding one more? He just uh, replied that uh, our talent knows what we want. He, he just said that, and from a normal franchise point of view, that's a ridiculous ridiculous uh-huh. answer. You'd be mocked about it like ten times of ten times out of ten times. You'd be mm. mocked about it like what is this answer? Yeah. But then for Chennai, you never know with Dhoni's who who works under him. A lot of people you expect not to fulfill their potential work their best under Dhoni. He has yeah. this knack of bringing their best. Someone yep. like Shatul Thakur has grown under Dhoni a lot mm. in terms of experience, and he's reaping his rewards now. So Dhoni just. One thing I admire, he, he brings the best out of everyone who's playing, whether or not that person has the skill to survive for in that format. But Dhoni brings the best of his potential. So I've seen one that, that thing over the years. Even the Shadul Thak was batting, right? I think he won one match in that season, if I'm not wrong. Like, was it the I same match? Qualifier one. Yeah, was it the puff, same? Puff. Yeah, was it the same match where too many wickets fell and, and that was... That was a point where I felt like, what is this guy like, Dhoni, right? Like, he sent Harbhajan in the middle in one match, like out of the blue. Uh-huh. 
just to and and his theory yeah and his theory for that was like you know i just wanted to disturb the plants i mean i was like whoa that is some thinking yeah you, you don't he doesn't do stuff like that very often he's no. very orthodox in terms of batting order and all you don't mm. see him shuffle up. that was crazy move i think that punjab game it was a low scoring game i think raina mm. was there yeah. at the end and we stopped but then it had a strange feeling because we lost wickets up early and there was some movement in that pitch uh, yeah as- what would happen to csk without dhoni man what would they do like if you're the franchise owner you know that human beings get old and mm-hmm. when he gets old and when he retires what are you going to do about it I with think, the brand uh, with the brand and with the fans and so on i think the brand will be a massive uh that will take a massive blow mm. with dhoni going but i think the fans are very loyal uh, it was about dhoni it was all dhoni but it has grown into a love for the franchise as such over the years if you look mm. a lot of them are dhoni fans but a lot of them have grown that love for chennai as a franchise and especially what it means to people who are playing in the, and mm. i think there's a lot to be done at omega auction for csk there's a lot of things to be changed they have to take a call on dhoni because you don't want to be paying that amount for retention because mm. it's obvious yeah dhoni is not at the best of his abilities right now yeah anyone who's watching right now and you're paying him in that range where you're retaining him in first place you that comes into question again as well because you want to retain top 3 players yeah and that has a certain price cap and if you look at that in terms of uh, you have to look at that in terms of the next 10 years or next 5 years or next 6 years or so because you're building a core with keeping in mind that you'll only have mini auctions to fill small holes over the next few years or so yeah. like what they did back in 10 years it's time they start forming a new core new players it's going to be hard for fans to adjust but it is a transition that has to happen at some stage and mm. everyone goes through it so i think it will go down and it will take a hit on the brand but i think chennai is run by fantastic people uh, i think in terms of running cricket uh, the experience in srinivasan has this massive he runs a lot of cricket in tamil nadu cricket he has a lot of experience mm. in terms of running cricket they are massive here in tamil nadu if you look at what they do and they run they have managed a lot of cricket so you expect mm. them to come up with something really professional they'll have their plans in place they'll be talking to dhoni already and i think dhoni himself has indicated that he'll be uh going into an auction to ensure uh something a lesser price or something like that if they've been talking i've heard talk so i'm sure dhoni has that in plans as well he's not someone who would stick around if he feels he's a liability for the team i think he'll be the first person to walk off mm. without proving any without getting any attention one yeah. of the toughest questions of this podcast would be when do you think would be dhoni's ipl uh, last ipl season from a cricketing point of view i think this has to be his last season mm. i really hope so because uh, his decline has been very uh, obvious obvious uh, obvious for anyone who's watching it and mm. i think from a csk sentimental point of view if you don't answer i'd say never mm. you want him to stick around i would like to see him around the chennai side for sure i think he will stick around because this franchise means a lot to him yeah he'd be around the thinking space and the think tank space capacity he would be there yep. with the chennai side but in terms of cricketing point of view i think this season is already something i feel is an extra because he's not played a lot of mm. cricket he's not played the state league he's not played the side mustak he's not played he made himself available for the vht at least uh, raina played the side mustak ali tournament uh, that is some competitive cricket under his yep. belt and though he's not been playing any competitive cricket it is yeah. hard for someone as yeah. much as someone with dhoni's abilities to come up 
straight away and practice two months and get to play against the best of the best in IPL is a really tough ask. So, in terms of that, I think this has to be his last season. And we are not playing in Chepok. Yeah, unreal times and yeah, it's put everyone a lesson and you have no idea when this is gonna end as well. Yeah. So that's true. What is this? What do you what What's your opinion on this ex, uh, youth versus experience debate? Uh, so 2018 felt like experience is the way to go, bro. But to, to 2020 felt like, dude, experience is just overrated. You got to have some young blood. So where do you stand on this as a CSK fan and having having these seen these things manifest with CSK in a span of two years? So where do you stand on this? See, I think uh, you, if you look on paper, nothing what CSK does justify themselves. Okay, like from a normal paper, if you're reading a cricket book or if you're just looking at this from a cricketing point of view, what CSK produces in terms of result is not justifiable. You'd be scratching at how do they do it? How did they meet Mumbai last season in the first game? How? Yeah. Just how can this Chennai side beat a Mumbai Indian side of that caliber? Mumbai probably lose their first game every year, so you could yeah. write it down to that and nothing other than that. So, they defy all odds. So, I think all of the seasons, the 2018 season as well was mm. like a crazy story. You didn't think every game it was against the odds. You don't expect the Chennai side to win 9 out of 10 times. Yeah. And in terms of youth versus experience, I think it's a fine line. You can't have a team full of experienced people. Mm. It is just not going to work in this format of the game. It worked yeah. for Chennai. It's not going to work again and again, you need to have that balance. You see what Mumbai have built, that is a team that will run successful over the years. Mm. If you are looking to build a franchise, you have to look to build something that will work for years, not a one-season method, because that will be exciting for the season. Yeah. But you have to look to build. Now, with a mega option coming up, I think they'll have to look at strategies that will to build a team that is going to work over a period of time, not immediate results. Mm. Who do you see as the upcoming potential CSK star replacements in the current team? Who do you think they're going to be there and they're going to be around forever? What? Who gives you hope? Hope? I think I got a lot of hope from Sam Curran last season. I think mm, he was phenomenal. I think he, he is a left-handed replacement of Bravo. Even I felt the same. And he was very good. Not the, uh, not in one role. Uh, you mm. see Sam Curran do the new ball role often, but Chennai threw him in different roles. He bowls the middle over someday. He bowls the death over someday. And you, you'd see the guy develop over the season as well. He liked the responsibility. Yeah. He knew he was uh, one guy, though he was looking for wickets. A lot of them didn't step up, but he tried his best every time he got out. He was shuffled around in opening the batting some games. He played in the middle order. He made an impact against Mumbai. He played in the top order. So I think he's a real value player. Mm. And I think Chennai should stick with him for a long period of time because he, when used well, I think he's a fantastic cricketer. The terms, the value he brings to the team in all departments of the game. I think these are the players you need to have in a franchise because you can just make your side around all-rounders. Yep. If you have a one-dimensional player, sort, you need to buy other sort. But when you have all-rounders, you can revolve your team around them. Mm. And someone like Sam Curran, he's very young. It's nice time to invest on invest on his stocks or something. You'd say like that because he has a lot of cricket left under his belt, yep. and he's only going to improve. For someone showing this potential at that age, I think he's one real hope for me. Rutraj Gaikwa towards the end of the season showed very good signs as well mm. in terms of consistency and in terms of a batting. But I think Chennai needs some big players uh, in the auction because if you look at all the middle orders, they have a lot of 
X factors. If you look at the Delhi Capitals, they have someone like. Chris yeah, I don't know what happened. I was just thinking about it. Just you know, Sam Billings has become this good player of of sorts in the last uh, one year or two. So what happened with them? They let him go, or? Yeah, I think he didn't. Uh, uh, we we parted ways with him, and yeah. he didn't turn up for the auctions as well last year. Yep, he yep, wanted yep, yep. to focus on his county career. I don't know yeah. what's the reason behind that because. After that, and weren't you, I don't think... weren't you jealous that weren't you jealous after seeing Mark Wood ball in this recent T uh, Twenty series? Slightly, I see tweets of all Chennai fans saying mm. he's coming home in twenty one, twenty two. That was a little hard, but then it is uh, sometimes like that. Yeah, he yeah. didn't. Uh, we didn't give him a lot of games. I would say I would question it, but uh, you tend to take uh, good uh, decisions in haste when you have quality players sitting on the benches as yeah. well. So that is one thing you have to look at. But Chennai needs a lot of people, especially in that middle order, because you don't have someone who could like you look from an opposition point of view. This guy can change the game. This guy can take it away from me. You. you look at someone. Mumbai have a Rishabh. Uh, Mumbai have Ishan Kishan, Pollard, the Pandyas in the middle order. Uh, DC have a Pant. Uh, Puran for Punjab. These are guys who are who you're generally scared. Hey, wait! If you don't get him here, this this game can run away from us. Yeah. So Chennai needs someone like that. They need to build a brand around someone. So the mega auction is a big time because uh, only I think three retentions or something and two RTMs. So a yeah. lot of good players will be in that, and they need to build. It's a lot of work for Chennai. How, how did you feel about this year's auctions? So what did they do right? What did they do wrong? What were they looking for in the first place? I, 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 the, the, the point that you said uh, about uh, they were looking for someone who can turn the ball away. So they let go of Herbajan and they went after Maxwell, which costed us a lot. And, <laughs> and then they went to the second best option after Maxwell, which was Moin Ali. Yeah, I think uh, it was obvious Chennai had to go for Maxwell because in terms of dimension, it was one move I was expecting uh, yeah. going for Maxwell. So that didn't work out for because you guys had a bigger purse, yeah. And in terms of purse, we could only dumber brains as well, so, but go on. Uh, I think so. It was obvious when they couldn't get Maxwell. Moin was an obvious choice. It was going yeah. to happen because he was that Ospina. Uh, you get the guy who's turning away, and he was a left-hand batsman. I think he's one of the finest pin hitters in this game. He's yes. not been used properly, I think, in the IPL or in the England setup as well. I think Moin has been not using in the T20 side as well because he's a fantastic spin hitter, and you want him to play in the mid lowers. He struggles a bit against high-quality pace, so you'd want someone like Moin. Moin is a fantastic guy. I've been a massive fan of him in T20 cricket, so I was really yeah. happy to see him. And what uh, not getting maximum yeah. they could you know, for... you know you know you know the joke about Moin Ali that last that innings in the Chepok Test match and in the fourth innings got him an IPL contract. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that uh, Moin put a show in front of the Chepok crowd just to win them just because before he left off. So right. Moin was a good guy. I think he adds mm. a lot of into the team and he bring that some spin hitting ability into right, the right, right. orders. Mm. Then there is. Uh, Krishnappa Gautam, because we didn't get Maxwell at that price. We could afford two players who could do a similar. Sure. Krishnappa is a good player down the ground, and he is that off spinning option as well, finger spinning option. So currently, we have two finger spinning options now. Yeah. So that adds variety into the Chennai bowling. I think they had a very decent auction in terms of the price they uh, mm. first they had and what they achieved with. I think uh, you couldn't ask much. Uh, I, could they have dropped a lot of players off? And had a bigger purse is very debatable because uh, they could have. 
some of those retentions and mm. to keep them very questionable but then i think they didn't want to take a risk in a mini auction uh, yeah. probably worried about can they fill the holes what yeah. if someone else out with them a lot of uh, risks are there when you leave a big squad out in a mm. mini a mini auction yeah so probably next season you could see a lot of changes but i think in terms of auction moin is a very strong addition i feel but, but do you think it was unfair because the venues changed after the auction so they could have uh... because this is pretty much a chepok team right you have finger spinners and 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 all that but you're not playing in chep chepok anymore so don't you think it was a little bit unfair and you think you should be a little kinder to them if they didn't go well this time to be to be honest i think the franchises were informed okay. about the change in venues and they're not going to play in the venues i i've read a lot, lot of reports saying they were informed we were not known in public eye but mm. i'm sure they had a clue before picking the team that where they play last season uh, last season is very understandable it yeah. was not in sense but i think this season they knew they were playing in india but it was very less chances i think they were informed that they're not going to play at home mm. chennai is a lot of depend on spinners and our venues this time we play five in mumbai four in delhi is the games we have to win because that is where i think spinners will have some role then again we play in bangalore and kolkata these are like uh, death beds for spin bowlers yeah uh, kolkata has been one of the flattest tracks over the years like since uh, yeah. 2016 or something kolkata produces a lot of high scoring thrillers uh, spinners don't work mm-hmm. as much as the mumbai is another good batting yeah. track uh, yeah Bangalore is not a question to anyone what they provide in terms of track so and I in terms of spinners that's why this season looks even more harder I would say yeah. I don't uh, see chances of us qualifying into the top 4 as such uh, mm. unless something dramatic happens in terms of Dhoni terms of course now all of a sudden the fast bowling options become all the more important so a lot depends on the fast bowlers this time isn't it so what do you think are the ch- chances and why do you think they are higher low whatever your opinion is I think it's a little lower because mm. uh, Chennai is a team that's built around home. As you said, it's a Chepok team in yeah. a lot of ways because you see a lot of the middle order, a lot of the batsmen take like a player in a certain type of way. They're not like brash hitters. They're yep. not yep. a lot of guys who get going. They are very. If you see someone like Pav as well, they play a lot of calculative cricket and. Chepok is a venue that suits them a lot. Uh, so yeah. they are some team that you could bank to win eight out of eight games at home. Probably barring Mumbai, who come at home and play like it's their home again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that is a big factor. And in terms of uh, quality fast bowling options, Chahar has been decent, but mm. he's not played a lot of uh, cricket of late. He's been around the bench for in the India side. Yeah. Uh, Shardul has grown a lot. I'm. uh shardul is someone i'm really looking forward to see how he goes i, I think he'll have a bigger role to play this season pretty key uh, for a uh, pretty big season uh, for him for a spot in that t20 world cup as well absolutely i think shardul is a big season because now you're it's come to that stage where you're expecting stuff of shardul that yep. because he's been in that indian mix for some time now yeah and he's done some good things uh, whether he has the skills or not is again questionable but he's found a way with his abilities yeah. he's always found a way to push above push mm. above margins he's always come out triumphant uh, so he's someone i'm really looking forward to see how he goes yeah. then in terms of fast bowling option engidi was really good in 2018 mm. he's become a lot of bowling a lot of slow balls i think uh, yeah. for his liking he's someone who i rated very highly but hasn't has fallen under the order pretty largely over the last two years his bowling has not been a lot of a lot consistent Mm. He's uh, 
deferred to a lot of slow balls of it. I don't know what's the reasoning behind that, but Lungi and Giri is massive if Chennai have to have a strong chance because in terms of fast bowling, I think he, he and Shardul make pretty much of it and Chahar with the new ball if things mm. fall in place. I think fast bowling will be under scrutiny again. That's why and with the spinners not going to have such a major impact, uh, it's going yeah. to be a very tough season for Chennai unless the batting does something extraordinary and Moin has a good season. I think Moin will be a very key member this season. Yeah, It'll be down to Moin and the fast bowlers to step up because I don't see a lot of games where spinners are going to have a big role uh, in mm. Mumbai. The Delhi games are something we should win four out of four uh, yeah. if we had to have a chance. Uh, but at the moment, uh, to be honest, I don't see a lot of chances for Chennai. Well, there you had it, Chennai fans. I mean, you had it great all these years. It's okay. It's okay to <laughs> feel like RCB fans for a couple of years. You know, won't won't do any harm. But watch watch this IPL season, folks. This might as well be the last season that you would ever see Dhoni uh, pad up. You know, looking forward to that. At least for that. Just good luck to Chennai fans and good luck to Dhoni fans with with, with this season. And uh, Hope we have some entertainment. That's it for this podcast. Thank you very much, Prashant, for joining here. Thank you. Thank you. Until we see you next time again with another episode. Stay tuned. Subscribe, like, share. Bye, everyone.